How often do you find yourself watching a new show on Netflix going, man, this is kind of off to a slow start, not sure how I feel about it, but I'm going to hang in there. Welcome to the Anxious Therapist Podcast. My name is Jacqueline and I am your host. I am a full-time mental health therapist, online anxiety coach, and founder of Team Therapeutic Fitness. I am here to bring you raw, real, relatable content to remind you we are never alone. And today's episode is no different. We are diving into our story, how we got here, and where we're headed. Are you ready? Let's do this. I fucking love Netflix. I love sitting on the couch, getting me some popcorn, vegging out, right? I love to distract myself with TV. That's one of my fave coping skills that I probably overuse. But today, we're going to talk about what happens when someone makes a suggestion for us, they're like, oh my God, you got to check out this new show. It's so good. Everybody's raving about it. There's memes about it on social media. And you're the only one who doesn't understand because you haven't been watching it yet. So I want to talk about what happens during that pilot episode, that first episode, when you're like, what, what's going on here? Okay, this is kind of boring. I'm a little confused. I'm not really feeling it. And that drive to keep watching because someone else said it was going to get good, right? You trusted them, you trust their opinion, and you're honestly just a little curious about what's, what this is going to turn out to be. So that is what we're diving into right now. I recently experienced this with Breaking Bad. I know I'm like many years <laughs> behind on the Breaking Bad, Bad bandwagon, but I finally decided to give it a shot. And I swear to you, first episode, I looked at Derek and went, I don't know. And he's like, no, babe, come on. Like, you're gonna, you're really gonna like it. It gets good. Just hang in there. Fine. All right. You know, and I'm in it. By the third or fourth episode, man, I was all in. I was like, I, I want to live at Walt's house, man. I'm moving in. This is, this is fucking awesome. (laughs) Like this is wild. What's going on here? So I was totally invested, but I didn't like that first chapter, right? That first episode. It didn't suck me in. I didn't feel invested. These shows our representation of your life. Maybe you're a reader. It could be these books too, right? Books that are setting the tone for, you know, the entire upcoming scenes and what's going to happen. They have to set the stage and give you background and storyline. Otherwise, the ending wouldn't be as good. That's your fucking life. That is our life. There are going to be chapters that aren't as fun and exciting. They're a little mundane. The authors are going into too much detail and you're like, just get on with it, right? The show hasn't introduced a new character in a while and you're kind of finding it boring. Or it's bringing up some emotions in you that's making you want to shut it off. That's your life. Things get hard. And rather than just finish this chapter so you can start a new one or finish this episode so you can start a new one, 
You want to end it all? You're contacting Netflix saying, take this off the air. I don't want anything to do with this. Remove it from your list. Close the book. Donate it. Give it to a friend. Burn it. Throw it in the trash. That, that, that is what you're doing with your life. You're going, this chapter sucks, so I'm ending the whole story. It's that kind of a scary thought. And I've been there. I've wanted to end the entire story because of one chapter. And if I'm being honest, it wasn't even the whole chapter. It was more or less a few paragraphs here and there. Or a few scenes from that episode that I didn't like. But if you're in it right now, your chapter, your episode, it's getting a little boring, a little mundane, maybe even painful. Maybe this episode would be titled Grief. Maybe this episode would be titled Trauma. There is so much left. So many blank pages. So much film left to use. This is such a small part of your entire story. I feel like we've lost our way when it comes to perspective. It's hard for us to realize when we're in it. But that's only because you're not bringing your awareness and intentionality to it. You're going, this is my life and this is forever going to be my life. You guys, I am in debt up to my fucking ears. Right? My life is so fucking amazing. You know, like, honestly, I have a job that I never even knew could make me this happy. I'm about to marry the love of my life in less than two months. And so, yes, I'm freaking out a little bit. All the good feels. I have an amazing family and friends, thriving businesses, you know, with multiple sources of income. And yes, I am still in thousands, tens of thousands of dollars worth of debt. And so I could be like, this chapter sucks because I can't get out from under the weight of my debt. This is awful, right? I could easily just want to give in, close the book because I don't feel like I'm ever going to get out from under it. But I don't because I know that in the scheme of this entire chapter, in this entire episode, this is one scene. This is one paragraph of struggle, right? But it would be easy for me to forget that I'm not having panic attacks anymore. That I have far more good than bad in my life right now. It would be easy to forget all that I am grateful for if I don't purposely bring intention and focus to those things. We don't make it to the end of a series or the end of a book without some rough patches. But those are the parts that make us invested, right? I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. So when Harry, Ron, and Hermione are having conflict in their friendship, I wouldn't just close it and go, man, they suck. They're not good friends. I'm waiting for them to reconnect because I know that once they do, their friendship's going to be stronger than ever. And I also know that because I've read the book 17 times. <laughs> but when that first time you're reading it or that first time you're watching the movies, and you're like, damn, you know, like, how are they going to come back from that? This is your comeback. You get to see what happens next. What work are you going to do now while shit is hard? 
so that you can have the ending that you want. Pick up the pen, right? You're in charge of this. You get to decide. How does the rest of the story go? Nobody's, nobody's reading your story about struggle for nothing. We're invested. Because we know that struggle leads to greatness. More often than not. What are your favorite stories? You know, those videos on Facebook or Instagram that make you cry when you watch them. It's that woman who's up on stage telling our story about how eight years ago she was homeless, had $6 to her name, was a drug addict, in an abusive relationship, and then she had a baby on the way, right? And then she gets up on the stage and she's talking to you about how she's turned her entire life around. Why do we like that? Because we see ourselves in it. We see our struggle and think maybe that could be me. Maybe I could turn it all around. And so I have to ask you, and I'll leave you to ponder this. What are you doing to turn it around? What are you doing to make sure that your comeback is amazing? That you're more powerful than ever? That you step fully into who you are? What are you doing in these moments of struggle to make sure that things end differently. You guys know I only come at your life out of nothing but love. I'm so proud of you for constantly tuning in, challenging yourself, growing every single day to be who you want to be. That is what this life is all about. The possibilities are endless, and I am living proof of that. I love you guys so much. I'm so grateful for this time together. If this episode resonates with you, you know it means the absolute world to me if you would share it with a friend. And I can't wait to see you in the next episode.